0: The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network.
1: Cute you are
0: look at you. We're so
1: blonde. This is great. You're so cute, and you're purple. Look, wait. Did you see this? Oh yeah.
0: Oh my god.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm stepping it up. I I, I did a podcast with Amberly Lago. She's this beautiful blonde out of Texas who was in a terrible accident and almost had her leg amputated. Had a one percent chance of keeping it, and she kept it. It is mangled as, but she kept it, and she's just so. She's got like hundreds of thousands of followers and yet still makes time to like my stuff. And I did like this big, cool, me on one, my thing goes in and out with the green screen. I did her on one side and me on the other, like powerhouse, Wonder Woman. She's so cool. And then I was like, you know what? Every week I should try to put up the guests since it's been like this year, like the fourth in a row of like really cool chicks and like the guys are gonna go nuts because you're so <laughs> hot and gorgeous and thank you and i didn't even know until i was researching you more about the movie stuff with the, i always get it wrong i say I am B. it is i am oh, i say I B D. it's i, I am yeah BD. i was
0: actually interested that i was on that too um so what because we glamour search ourselves right just to see what's out there Sure. Um, now what it's called, I just call it being vain and creepy, but <laughs> yeah, I'm like vain. I want to see what people are posting about me or like what matches are out there. So I typed it in and I was like, what? And it has like the, the Chantilly cello wow thing. And then, um, I was in that David Arquette movie, hard to kill. It was actually like a really fun wrestling match I had in Chicago. It was an intergender tag match. Probably one of my favorite matches I ever had. It was really so- fun.
1: I read, I'm going to just put this in for candy. I'm going to put it in the, I'm going to make no I can't move because of the green screen in my shirt, but um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, I know, right? You're going to be see. like
0: stiff the whole time.
1: <laughs> well, I read cross gender and I was like, oh, wow, well, she looks fucking great for a guy. And then I'm like, oh, you dumbass!" And I was like, well, I don't want to ask her if she's a dude, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm from LA, you know, but I was like, she's looking pretty damn good. Like I'm convinced. <laughs> And then I realized no, she is really a woman. Not that <laughs> transgender people aren't really you know what I'm saying. Oh god. Yeah. You could just go down that rabbit hole of saying the wrong shit.
0: But um it's like so, a put in mouth <laughs> reverse yeah, yeah,
1: right? <laughs> oh god. I just wanted to go back to old school where you could just say whatever you wanted to say and you didn't get like
0: yeah.
1: lynched or what's the word? Cancel, cancel culture, cancel culture.
0: Out. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's so much fun.
1: So <laughs> let's talk about let's do right scary. Let's talk about this. The intergender the cross gender match so they were filming and you happen to have a match or you auditioned so, for the movie or how does it go
0: i had no idea that i was even in this until like a couple during quarantine i guess people what? were watching this movie and they're like i see you on my screen so this match was booked it was supposed to be rj city and david arquette versus me and my tag partner karen q okay and David Arquette got hurt right before it. So they put in Colt Cabana and David Arquette showed up and he just managed the match. But we had no idea that anything was being filmed for this at all. So it was just, yeah, I I was like mind blown a couple months ago when people start tagging me in this and tagging me in that. I'm like, what? So I had to Google it myself. Uh, I actually watched it and it's just like a small snippet of me stink facing David Arquette, really. So that's like, that's my claim to fame now. Isn't David,
1: <laughs> Arquette the, David Arquette like the actor that was married to Courtney Cox? Yes. Right? Yes. What was he
0: doing in wrestling? Was he always in wrestling? So I guess he was in WCW back in the day. And then he made that movie, Let's Get Ready to Rumble. And over the past, oh my gosh, when was this match? I don't even remember when this match was. Maybe three or four years ago. He started being doing indie wrestling again. He did a death match too and almost died. He's crazy. What? But like good crazy, he's what a is, good but, crazy. But is he trained?
1: Yeah, okay, all right. I didn't know. Well, let me write this down. <laughs> I'm writing down notes as we as we speak. Um, wow, so now you're a, a full fledged me. I was, I can't type and talk at the same time. You're I'm fine. Trying to take, I'm trying to take notes because they've changed the format for the podcast, so it's like I said, okay. 27 minutes, and um. We've got all this new stuff. So when we had a big production meeting today. Anybody listening? Realm Network. I guess Vince Russo bought the network. Uh, maybe I'm not supposed to say that. but So now there's all kinds of new rules. So I'm typing as we go. But now full-fledged movie star. So badass. Right? Cool. <laughs> Things that find. Is, is is more acting or going down more of a movie path something that you would like to do? Or
0: So I actually lived in L.A. for a while. And I was doing like random stuff yeah i would find stuff on when you live in la you can literally just work every single day of your life and you can pick up random jobs so i was on craigslist and i just like saw this ad and i ended up working for family feud i did like stand-in work for family feud and that was a lot of fun but never like taken acting seriously because that's not I, i really enjoy wrestling i love it but i mean i always wanted to do stunt work like i would totally get into doing stunt work if i could
1: do you know Stephanie Finocchio from TNA? Do you remember her Trinity? I
0: remember her, but I don't know her.
1: She is uh, absolutely balls to the wall, phenomenal stunt person. Like light her ass on fire out of buildings, like on fire, like running over. She's amazing. I would she's love amazing. that. I you should
0: love that.
1: You should look 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 her up and like you know reach out to her because she's just amazing. There's enough work for everybody. Like she's really the real deal. Walks the walk. So. I, I really mark out to that. We'll get into your wrestling career, but so you started kickboxing before or after wrestling, and did you start kickboxing then before OBW or walk so us down I started, the line yeah
0: way before so I got into martial arts when I was four my what put me, yeah my uh, so my parents are divorced and my dad always had like these crazy like girlfriends <laughs> so my mom put me and my brother in karate just like so we could learn how to protect ourselves like he had crazy ass girlfriends so yeah my mom put me in karate at four and my brother hated it he didn't last very long but I stayed in it I got a black belt I think I started kickboxing around 15 or 16. Um I was taking it pretty seriously and then I got mono. I was getting ready to compete and I got mono. Boys, right? So then I dropped a ton of weight and I wasn't able to actually compete because I weighed way less than I should have. Um but it was always something I kind of still did to stay fit, but I haven't actively really other than just recently started kind of doing it again. So Wow. So yeah. that, led, that led to I want to wrestle? That's an even crazier story. It goes back to dad. It doesn't it always go back I wanna to I want to hear right? about this because, like, you see, like,
1: <laughs> you have your shit together, and usually when there's, like, dad issues, you're like, you know, what was it? One of my friends said today that his friend texted him saying, dude, like – thanks for all the education on the red flags. I guess he was on Tinder and like <laughs> some girls. And I was like, well, what advice did you give him? And I don't want to say anything. Cause I'll probably alienate half the people listening right now, but it, it was just, you can kind of tell like these oh women gosh. had problems. You know what I mean? Like I see red
0: flags and I'm like, Oh, you're definitely my boyfriend.
1: <laughs> Girl, I run. Like I used to just pick the worst, the worst dude. And I know so many guys listening on the realm network, Vince Russo's brand. I know that you always think that la- uh, nice guys finish finish last. I can't talk today. Nice guys finish last, and nobody's that's not true. Like screwed up women pick like the the bad boys, don't you? Yeah. You're not screwed up, but I, know I don't. I- no,
0: my new boyfriend. Well, not new. We've been together for like two years. He's super sweet. He's a great guy. But don't you <laughs> just like the not
1: that I don't want? Like I smell any drama and i just i i don't even give it a ch- second tr- chance i'm just i'm out i bounce like i don't i'm just done like i've had enough in my life
0: yeah i mean wrestling is dramatic enough and then every life life and ev- in general and
1: every guy in wrestling like i don't think people know like these dudes the chicks are pretty cool but man the guys i like them as like friends or like sidekicks a wingman but that would be about it. But let's go back to your crazy okay.
0: dad so, or
1: something. You got into wrestling because what, what? What happened? Yeah,
0: like so my yeah, my dad was definitely <laughs> a fixture of a lot of craziness in my life. Um, I wasn't actually a wrestling fan growing up, but like I said, I did the kickboxing, karate. Um, I really love martial arts. I wanted to be a Power Ranger, right? That was like my lifelong <laughs> goal was to be a
1: Power Ranger. <laughs> no wonder the gimmick.
0: Look at the gimmicks, everybody. Look
1: at the gimmicks. She looks <laughs> like a. Cute little Power Ranger.
0: <laughs> so, um, gosh, I think I was 23 and my dad, uh, this part sucks. So, my dad killed himself. Uh, oh, he was I'm bipolar, so sorry. super crazy, whatever. I'm so
1: sorry. God, It's mama. okay. It's uh, a hard, hard, hard thing. Like the bipolar, even was he on medicine for it or did he not he get that for it? Far?
0: He didn't, Aww. like, he definitely drank a lot and God, he, he self medicated a lot. So I went through that oh, through my life I'm and so I party hard. Like I partied hard too in my early days. Like, and then after that happened, I was like, I need to reevaluate my life. And I was bartending. I think this was like the week after his funeral. Oh, I went geez. back to bartending and I'm watching TV and the guys had put wrestling on. And I found myself so drawn to it in that moment. I was like, this is really cool. Like these people travel, they're, like, living the life that I want to live. I don't want to just be standing in this bar in my hometown waiting on people I went to school with. Like, that's not what I want to do with my life. And that was in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh? Yeah, that was in Pittsburgh. I, I'm here again, but uh, I've moved a lot. But, uh, yeah, that day I saw it on TV. I went home that night, and I was, like, thinking about it. I was, like, I think I want to be a professional wrestler. Like, I have a martial arts background. I mean, it can't be that much different. Uh, it's a lot different. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I started looking into it and I was like telling my mom, I was like, I'm going to be a professional wrestler. And I was telling everyone, I'm going to be a professional wrestler. And they're like, oh, Rachel really lost it. She's really lost it. Um, but then six months after he passed, I packed my car up and I moved to OVW and I started training and I haven't looked back since. I was eight years ago.
1: Well, I wasn't going to, I was going to say, don't tell me your age, but like about how old were you when you, when you decided to just pack up and go to twenty-three. Ohio. Okay. I'm, no. I'm
0: 32 now. I don't have a problem saying it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like to talk.
1: I'm not an age. Person. <laughs> I don't like people like. How old are you? I'm like how. Old? How big is your schwanker? I don't need to know. <laughs> too many. I just feel you know. like
0: I keep getting like smarter. So it doesn't oh, matter. I know. I yeah. love it
1: too. I just don't like people for ch- for women. I don't like them fixating on age. It's like it
0: is, and it's such a thing in wrestling too, right? Oh like, no, it's
1: everything. It's yeah. like anybody. You go to the supermarket. Well, how old are you? It's like my vagina still works. You know, I don't need to blow off any cobweb <laughs> like, like why like no women ask how old you are because they compare they're themselves bitches no they compare well <laughs> and they compare and like yeah I'll have people because I'm in a rock band and pop rock and I'll have people after the show like they're just studying me the whole show and it gets really old news and then like well it's women you know well how how old are you and it's like are you close to my age and then they'll name an age that's like 15 or 20 years off and I'm like well like, what, what do you want me to say? Because I'm going to say no, and then you're going to feel like shit because I'm nowhere near that age. And obviously, you're delusional if you think that I'm that age or you really were hoping. then I'll say, well, like, what, just stop comparing it. Well, you have so much energy, and you're so pretty. It's like, well, then go get pretty. Take care of yourself. Go, do, go you know get pretty, saying? bitches. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, lose yeah. the weight. Lose the weight, you bitch. You know, like, lose it. If you're going to nitpick at me. Go color your fucking hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not happy with what you got or if you want to go gr- do whatever you got to do, but just go go tweak. And there's plenty of, you know, makeup tutorials on Instagram for 30 seconds or less, a minute or less. Mm-hmm. YouTube, like, you can go to the freaking Dollar Tree and get $10 worth of makeup and do just fine. Like, the
0: resources are out there, not like when we were younger. Whoa. We didn't have all that so shut there up. really are like especially when it comes and I get frustrated with like a lot of friends they're like oh you can eat whatever you want. I'm like no I can't. I eat really healthy. You see me eat like shit like once a week. Um, But it is like all that information is available to you. On it is. Your, you're on your phone all the time. Apps. Look up ev- a diet. Look up an everything.
1: exercise plan. Yeah. Ev- it's and I get, the, the excuses get old and then the guys want to know how old you are. Because they're like, well, she's too young or too old for me to, like, that's literally all they care about. Like, guys aren't thinking about anything else other than, you know, what can I lay on you or bang you or whatever. <laughs> just like, it's just gets so, back to the age thing. I don't camp out on that because nobody, like, there's no real, like, I'll tell you what, a gay man never asks me how old I am. Never. They don't ask me, is your real name Goldilocks? They don't fucking care. They're just gay <laughs> and happy and like out for a good time and let's dance, you know? So that I, get, I get burnt out on that. But okay, so we start out when we're 21, 22, you said to OBW. 23. Yeah.
0: 23. 23.
1: My yeah. bad. Short term memory. And it's you just, all good. You just pack up have your- a
0: short one Goldilocks, Goldfish. Short term sure. memory. I'm going to put that together <laughs> like that.
1: <laughs> oh, no. So you just pack up your shit from Pittsburgh and tell you're yeah. now is your
0: are you good with your mom is she doing okay oh yeah my mom my mom was remarried at the time um she remarried my stepdad he's awesome like he is my rock Um uh, oh, so they, they were are,
1: already divorced when he passed
0: yeah they divorced when I was six but he okay. was still a big part of my life uh but yeah I just packed up and I was like yeah, I'm moving to Louisville. I'm going to be a professional wrestler okay see you guys what year so, was this what year uh, 2013 or 14.
1: So we were playing then at Phoenix Hill Tavern, if you've ever heard of that place. Yes. Louisville, Kentucky. I've been there. It's no longer, but uh, Louisville, Kentucky, Phoenix Hill Tavern. Um, There was Wick's Pizza in New Albany, Wick's Pizza on Broadway. There was... um, this place, uh, oh, the highlands or in the highlands, what was like? Oh, Shays Bar. We played yeah. there. Um, I worked there
0: for two days. I you spilled ranch dressing on a rich bitch and got fired. <laughs> So we
1: are literally there like almost every other weekend we play in that area. That's just crazy when I saw that you were from or spent some time in Louisville. So I
0: consider myself being from Louisville because I feel like that was really a turning point in my like that was what made me I think I was going down a really bad path before that I was a pretty heavy part of here. So like Louisville kind of like shaped who I am today. Really? Yeah. It was like my first time on my own. Like, I made so many amazing friends there that took care of me. Like, if it weren't for some of these people, I probably would have died. Like, I wouldn't have been able to feed myself, clothe myself. (laughs) Like, like, I just met such great people that helped me become a woman.
1: No, they're good people. What were you doing there? You were going to wrestling school.
0: I was going to wrestling school. I... Found a roommate on Craigslist. Of
1: course, you're a Craigslist girl. I've I've had yeah. freaking great li- great luck on Craigslist. I have, I have,
0: and I haven't. Um, yeah,
1: both. I got you. <laughs> uh,
0: but I was living with this girl. She lived across the street from Churchill Downs. She was smaller than me, so that's why I decided like I can live with her because if she ends up being crazy, like I can take her. Um, so I lived with her for a little bit, and she like keeps eating all my food and just was not a good roommate. She's awful. So then I move into a one-bedroom apartment with, like, three smelly wrestlers. I have, like, a little bed what? off in the corner. Yeah, we had cockroaches. It was gross. But, like, I was doing whatever I could to become a wrestler. And I only – I worked, like, a day or two a week bartending at uh, Four Street. Do you know Four Street Live? <laughs> yes, I do. Where of are we quarters. bartending there? Um, there was a place called Marquee. It was okay. up on the top. And then I also worked at the Sports and Social Lounge, which was downstairs. That was the bowling alley place. Was Tango's heads open then or not? It, it was right beside Tango. So okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So See, I know my right ship. there. You I do?
1: Yes, yes. Okay. So how much was this apartment per month?
0: I think we all paid like one fifty to two hundred each because like yeah.
1: And they didn't know that three people, four people were living in there or three.
0: Um, it was three. We had four at one point, but that didn't work out. Um, I had, mm. I had a room to myself. So the boys all shared like another room. We had one shower. The shower always was broken. So I had to shower. I had to go to the gym every day to take a shower before work. God, uh, yeah, like, this sounds like a nightmare. I would go it, nuts. It was, but I think it like, after everything that happened to me the year before, I was just like, this is okay. Like you ever see that meme where everything's like on fire around it and they're sitting there like, yeah, I'm fine. That was me. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. This is okay. This is okay. I'm doing wow. what I need to do. <laughs> it's crazy. I, Me now, I would never, ever, 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 ever live in those conditions. But me then, I was like just so hungry. I, I just wanted it so bad. I did not care. I would have lived in my car. I might as well have lived in my car. <laughs> how long were you at
1: OVW before? What happened? Let's talk about your first big match. How-
0: um, so my first match, I think I was... I guess a lot of people train for like a year or two before they have their first match. I didn't have that luxury. I trained for maybe three or four months before I had my first match. Um, they, they get you out quick because they're, you know, um, so a lot of people, like whenever they first saw me wrestling, they're like, oh, God, she's so bad. She's so bad. It's like, hey, I don't know what wrestling is. I just started three months ago. <laughs> And here I am, getting in front of all these people, being vulnerable. Um, so I like look back at that as another growing experience. Like you have to have tough skin in wrestling.
1: Yeah, that's a win and, though to go out with your balls out like that. I yeah. did. I didn't know what I was doing when they threw me to the wolves on my first pay per view. I had no idea. Right. Nobody was telling me anything, and I wasn't even in wrestling school.
0: Right. Like, and I was in wrestling school, but I was still oblivious to everything that was going on around me. I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> what do you want me to do? Okay, I'll figure it out. And that was a lot of that figuring out. But in front of a lot of people that are judging you, like you're saying on paper, you did it in a pay-per-view. There's so many people judge wrestlers so hard. And like, I I watch these shows and I see these girls and I'm like, she just started and she's wrestling in front of a live audience on television. Like there, it's just like, I don't think the average person can comprehend that level of pressure that is.
1: Oh, it's awful. I mean... And then when you read, like it's not it wasn't as prominent when I started in two thousand two, but just like hearing all the horrible things in the rags and on pro and all just all this stuff.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm like you guys weren't even there. You don't even know like what happened and it was just crazy stuff. How long are you at OVW? Uh
0: I wanna say about two years and then oh, I, Wow. Maybe not even quite, maybe like a year and a half, two years. Um But I started like Sneaking. This is because I didn't understand how the internet worked. Um, We weren't allowed to do indie shows, but I was like sneaking out to do them. And they were starting to like see flyers and me being everywhere. And they're like pulled me into the office. And they're like, I, I thought because I untagged myself meant that no one could see it. Yeah, right. Yeah. I get how the internet works now. But then I didn't. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. And they're like, well, what about this show and the show? So I was like, yeah, I am doing that. So I got in a little bit of trouble for that. And then I decided it was time for me to leave and then go, you know, broaden my horizons, maybe train under some other people. I'm writing this down because that's such a good
1: um, story to do. the indie <laughs> show. So they, I mean, like, did they not want you to do it because of your contract or because you wouldn't, you, you, I mean, you're making a little bit of money doing it. That's why you were doing
0: it. Right. And then to get it. Ex- I think it was more like I wasn't very good. They were worried about me getting hurt. Oh, okay. um, they wanted to protect the brand and like they knew what I could do there and on the indies they don't know what... but you need to fall on your face did you? oh constantly literally? <laughs> it, literally <laughs> I think I had like brush burn on my nose so
1: <laughs> what did you learn from OVW?
0: oh I learned so much Um, from OVW a lot of character stuff like I learned how to be a storyteller which is something I feel is a lost art now a lot of people are more like wrestling move here wrestling move here wrestling move here but I learned how to be a character and I learned how to tell a story and not everyone can do that
1: I love that that's a win that's a really good Mm -hmm. good thing to take home who was an ally in OVW do you know Ryan Howe? Do you remember him? I love
0: Ryan. Yeah, I definitely went on one of those indie shows. He was one of the people with me. <laughs> He's a good guy. He's a good guy. An ally as in like... Somebody that know.
1: helped you, like somebody that mentored you while you were there that maybe we would know, maybe we wouldn't know.
0: So this is really weird, right? Um, I still talk to Al a lot to this day. But House he was actually, out? yeah, he was actually born on the same day as my dad, the same year and everything. Wow. So it's like, oh, and I'm like one of those people. I'm like, okay, there's something with that. Like weird things are in the stars kind of thing. So he's one of them. But now there's a guy down there named Chad and he's one of my greatest allies. He helps me with so much. Um, as far as women go down there, Lady Tappa was down there and um, I was Like I said, I was very young and very naive. And Lady Tapa was always amazing to me. She's like, "Don't let them bully you, Ray." She's like, "You deserve to shine just as much as they do." And she always told me that, and that was pretty awesome.
1: That's. I think that's a good, like, lesson and a good uh, mantra for anybody, guys, girls listening. You know, like you, no matter what creeps into your mind and what you think about yourself, and sometimes we all need some help with self-esteem and confidence like just remember that you're a human being and you have every right as anybody else does to what it is that you want to do into your dreams like that's so important and it's it's funny how you're just like one movement or one person away from success like I look at people that have like the fame or the fortune or the this or the that and they're just like there's just one thing that Uh uh-huh and caught on and they Mm -hmm. made that that they made that invention or they made that connection or they made that relationship or what have you and it's like don't sell yourself short you know you deserve time that was a great a great message that that she gave you and it really
0: was because like i I think people kind of wrote me off because i i was small i weighed like 98 pounds when i started um and i think people just kind of like wrote me off and she was like no you'll get your time she's like you're a good person just keep going and like, I think things have taken me a little bit longer. I have had some success, but like, I haven't quite reached the level I want to. And it might take me longer, but I know I'm going to get there. Let's
1: talk about, since I literally have like three or four, probably four more minutes with you. Okay. What are you doing now? What can we watch for? What can we support? And then I want to end with prowrestlingtees.com and talk about that really quick. But pack yeah. it in, girl. What All are right. you doing now? Like, what's on the horizon for you? Because you're just a superstar.
0: Yeah, I'm just hoping the international travels will open back up. I'd love to go back over to Japan. Um, That's nothing set in stone. I'm doing a couple small, I'm doing like indie shows right now. I have a cool one coming up in my hometown of Pittsburgh, PA at IWC, uh, July 9th. It's always fun when I get the opportunity to wrestle at home because I don't get that very often. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything like that really is standing off the top of my head.
1: Well, you're currently taking bookings. That's what I was fishing for. I'm currently
0: taking bookings. Yeah. I have them written down. Like, I'm old school. I write them down in a thing. They're not on my phone. I actually have a planner because I have to visually see everything. I love it. I love it. But I'm pretty booked. I don't exactly know where I am each weekend, but you'll see me there. I'll post the flyers. Follow you at Twitter at? At Ray underscore Lynn, R-A-Y underscore Lynn. And then Instagram.
1: It's It's L-Y-N, not L-Y-N-N. L-Y-N. Yes. Okay.
0: And Instagram? Raystar5.
1: Ray, R A
0: Y Y S T A R and the number five.
1: Okay. And Pro Wrestling Tees. What's just, is it Ray Lynn? Is it? I don't remember. Pro wrestling, what's your Pro Wrestling Tees handle? Ray like, Lynn, or,
0: probably. Uh, Ray I don't. You don't I even know? I don't <laughs> even know. Goof. Yeah. I'll, <laughs>
1: I'll put it up there. Yeah. I saw on your Twitter that you had Pro Wrestling Tees.com. Do you still do that?
0: I do. I do. I just don't know what the thing is because I put it on my pages and I never really look at
1: it. Nope. It's all good. if you had to sum up in a minute or less what you've learned from wrestling that would apply to anyone out there, what would it be?
0: Oh, man. Okay. So always, always, always follow your heart. Um, If you really feel that you need to do something and you feel like you can't do it, you can always change. If something isn't going the way you want to, you can always take yourself out of that comfort zone and try something new. Don't be afraid to fall on your face like you're going to, but you might get some great outcomes from it. Um, I just think being out of your comfort zone is probably one of the best things you can ever do. I love it. Uh, Go ahead. I cut you off. My bad. Oh, no, you're fine. I got lost.
1: (laughs) No, (laughs) I was just saying, especially when you pack up your bags at 23 and cruise on to ovw from pittsburgh you have just been an absolutely amazing sharp fast even more more than i anticipated the all new realm network you're listening to goldie's closet episode 124 with miss ray lynn and at the end we always tell everyone to stay safe and stay golden and we clap that's all you got to do let me see boom stay
0: safe and stay golden
1: Well, what's up, Golden Peeps? It's your girl, Goldie. How you doing? It's a beautiful Tuesday, and I wanted to tell you all thank you for being here and that you are loved, and I mean that. Hey, I've got something that doesn't require any money. super easy to do, um, and what's really strange is I can't talk about it, and that puts me in a strange spot because I'm being protected by not being able to be talking about it because there's details that I could screw up, I guess, I guess. Who knows? But on the flip side of things, I, I've been in commercials and modeling since I was three years old, and I'm programmed to want to promote and talk about things because that's what I do. So there's something that I want you to literally mark down right now on your calendar. I want you to set an alarm. I want you to set an alarm for earlier, like a half an hour earlier. So it's Monday, August 2nd at 11 p.m. I don't even know if it's Central, Eastern, Pacific. I'm guessing it's probably Pacific, Eastern, Central. I don't know. It's, it's something. So just put down Monday, probably around 8 p.m. your time to check the social media wall that you're looking at this video to check that out because I will be making an announcement that there will be something on somewhere important that I need you to watch and I need you to be entertained because I'm an entertainer and I like to make people laugh. Ever since I was a little kid, pageants, everybody wanted to be brain surgeons and doctors and lawyers and whatnot, and I just wanted to make people laugh. So I hope when, not if, because I'm expecting you to tune into this because it's a big deal. When you watch this, I just want you to be entertained and I want you to forget about whatever bullshit you're going through in your life. Because if you don't, then I'm not doing my job right and I don't even deserve to have a show. I want you to watch it. If you get anything out of it, when you get something out of it, whether it's gross or funny or did she really do that or did she say that... Whatever it is, if you could take to social media and blow it up, I would love you forever because it's really important. I've got a lot of people that I take care of, one especially that I've got plans to do something really great for. And if you could just do what you do anyway, which is scroll and talk shit, if you could talk shit on me, you don't even need to make it like you know me. It doesn't have to be something positive. It just needs to be interaction. Here's your chance to hate all over me and I would love it. (laughs) <laughs> Here's your chance to say something nice Here's your chance to comment Whatever you want, I don't care I just want comments That's how it works with the algorithms So I'll be announcing it uh, closer to the date But I want you to um, I want you to mark down on your calendar My friend Goldie Monday, August 2nd 11pm sometime in the world That you're going to need to watch something And need to respond I love you Thank you for being here. I've worked, um, I've worked a long time for this. So excited! I'm bursting from the seams. I wish I could tell you more, but thanks for being here. Just having another super emotional day. Mark your calendars. It's going to be badass. Mwah.